Amen? Okay. Y'all be seated. But I'd like our children's church kids to come back up here, because I'm going to need your help. So if y'all will come up and kind of gather and sit down up here. Hey, everybody. All right. This is one of those Sundays where I wish we could teach on all of this stuff. It's because, man, it's rich. So go back and look at that stuff on your own, okay? Today I want to talk about, continue this little talk we were having about the body and about what, uh, what Paul was saying to the church about how we're like a body around here. Did you know that this place is kind of like a body? All these people? Isn't that weird? Um, in, he said in, in what we read today, uh, the ear, if I, I hope I get this right, the ear can't say, well, because I'm not an eye, and you know eyes. Eyes are really important, but because I'm not an eye, I'm just not important at all. Is that true? He's saying everybody's important because everybody plays a role. Everybody has something to do, right? Okay. I want to talk about this morning what people have to do, like especially on Sunday mornings. Did you know, did you know that there are a lot of people that help Sunday mornings to happen here? Do you know how many people help Sunday mornings to happen here? A lot. Of people. A lot. You got it right. That is absolutely right. A lot of people. I was thinking uh, when I was I was starting to get this together, it's like, man, we've got a lot of folks that really help out. We must have seven or eight teams of folks that do things on Sunday morning. And then I'd, I'd start thinking of others, and I started asking people, and we, we started writing them all down. There are 18 teams that we figured out, and I'm betting we missed somebody, but that doesn't even count. You guys, just as a group, y'all are the worshipers that worship the living God here. Right? I mean, it's just, and, and if you don't do it, who does it? That's the most important job that we have. But, let's talk about a few of the things that happen. Now, I've got some things that are written down here, and I need, uh, I'll have a bunch of volunteers, but I need a first volunteer. Okay, come on up and pick one of these out. Unfold it and hold it up, sir. Nope, just one at a time. I'll get you next, okay? So pick it out, open it up, let's see what it says, and hold it up so everybody sees. The audiovisual team, do you know where they are? Who knows where they are? The audiovisual team. I'll give you a hint. Look back in the back where Mr. Henry and everybody is. See them back there? These are the guys, I, I, I tell you what. With, without them, we wouldn't have things on the screens. You wouldn't be able to hear out there because our speakers wouldn't work and our microphones wouldn't work. Uh, the lights wouldn't turn off and on at the right times. Those are some very important people. And do you know what? They don't get the credit that they deserve because we usually notice them when it doesn't work, right? <laughs> I always tell them, I said... If nobody knows that you're there, pat yourself on the back because you've done a great job. Let, let's thank those guys for that whole team for all that they do. Very good. Thank you, sweetheart. You're next. Come on up. Pick out one. Turn on. Open it up and show it to everybody. Oh, yes. That says Youth Sunday School. Yeah. 
Now, now the whole youth program is there so that our middle schoolers through young adults, you, you have it on the sheet in here, it's so that they develop a faith of their own. I mean, because when we're little, basically we're learning just that God's there. God loves us. He, he, he's, uh, he wants us to know Him and, and things like that. As you grow up, you may have a, a faith that kind of latches on to what your, your parents and grandparents do. But before youth or and young adults leave here, we want them to have a faith of their own. Because they're going to have to be the ones that stand with the Lord when they walk out of these doors and onto the job, into school, somewhere else, raising their own families. And so that's what they do. There's a whole group of people that meet on Sunday mornings to teach, to encourage. We've had worship leaders at times to sow in to our youth group on Sunday mornings. And that's important. Amen? Amen. Amen. Thank you, sweetheart. I need another volunteer. How about you? You want to come pick one? Come on up. All right, Sam, reach in there and get any one you want. All right. Open that up and we'll show it to everybody. Very good. What does that say? Those are big words. Office staff and volunteers. All right. Without, without the office staff and the volunteers, here, here's how it matters on Sunday morning. On Sunday morning, these, you have a bulletin, you have inserts, you have words on the screen that are in the right order, right? You have a lot of things that have given to you. What does it say on here? It says uh, they do bulletins and inserts, uh, the volunteer schedules. You know, we have a lot of volunteers that work on Sunday morning, and somebody has to schedule all that and then publish it so that that happens. Um, there, there are folks that come in here during the week and make sure that the, all the stuff that's in the seat back in front of you, that it's stopped with pens and, and the, the papers and the things that are back there that people need to know. Um, they come in and clean and do maintenance and, and put chairs back around tables where they've been scattered. And, and they're, without doing that, thank you, Sam, without doing that, it would be a mess in here. And you wouldn't have what you need. So how about a hand for our office staff and volunteers, too? All right, who's next? Come on up. Get any of these that you want. Yeah, dig down there. Oh, what does that say? Children's Sunday School. Now, our children's department, do you know that we have Sunday School here? Nine o'clock every week. Yes. Is it fun? Is it? Do you learn some good stuff? Uh-huh. You do? Awesome. It, it's because that there are folks that are coming in and they give their time to sow into these guys. They, they give their life so that, and it says it on here, uh, they engage the, the kindergarten through fifth grade and age. Oh, that's not the right one. They guide children to have faith in Jesus. To know who God is and how He wants them to live. Is that important for folks to know? Is it important to know at this age? Yes. Yes, it is. And if there weren't people who were doing that stuff, guess what? Our kids would just be running around in circles. 
Who knows what they'd be doing, right? The, the, we need more folks who are doing that. Because you never... If you don't sow eternity into the life of a child at an early age, the chances of it happening later in life are very slim. You can change the world by doing this. And Sunday mornings is one of the times for it to happen. Thank you. Let's give a hand for those workers. All right. Who's next? Come on up. You'll be next, okay? All right, pick any of them. All right, that one. That's good. Ooh, that one's a good one, too. All right, hold it up high. Alan says children's nursery. Children's nursery. The nursery is, like it says it on here, this is when you make a first impression of the Heavenly Father in such a way that it makes a lasting impression on the heart of a child. People look and say, oh, you know, there's just nothing to do back there except change diapers and wipe noses and all that. You know what? What would life be like if people didn't love you that way? This is, your, this is the first opportunity that we have to show the love of God to people that need to know it. And they happen to be small. And yes, they happen to need help that you might not need until you're 95. That was, yeah, I'm glad you laughed. Okay, that's good. But this is not second-rate ministry. And the people that are sowing into the lives of these little ones are, are doing something to enlarge their hearts so that they can receive the love of God. Because that's what it is. Amen? Thank you. How about a hand for, for these folks? Okay, you're next. Come on up. All right, now get a good one in there. Pick a really good one. You ready? All right, let's see what you got. Ooh. So from the littlest to the biggest, adult education. Now, what happens in adult education? I don't know. Yeah, yeah. A lot of folks evidently don't. But we have Sunday school classes. Who was in Sunday school this morning? For, for the adults. Yeah, there's a good crowd. How was that? Are you learning things that matter? Does it, does it give you a different perspective on life? Does it help you to love God and be loved by God? These things matter, y'all. These things matter. If you're, I, if you're just coming to Sunday church and think that that's good for the week, you're missing out on some good stuff. Okay? Missing out on some really good stuff. Alright. Adult education on here says, To teach and apply scriptural truths so that adults are transformed to bear fruit in the kingdom. That's what happens right now. We, we have, right now we have one room. We need more rooms. We need more opportunities. We are, we have run out of room around here. And we think we have a solution. We'll be telling you about it in a couple of weeks. But, to change lives, to sow into people's lives. If you don't come, come. If you can teach and you're not teaching, teach. We need you. Especially as we're going to be trying to get a little bit more space around here to do that. Okay? Thank you very much. Now, we have a number of teachers around here. 
and they're all worthy of our honor and respect. So let's thank the Lord for them. Come on up, sweetie. All right, pick one of those. Ooh, I wonder what you got there. Summer's like Christmas, isn't it? That says lay readers. Some people call them lectors. Do you know what they do? All right, I'll give you a hint. I'll give you a hint. They came over here. And do you, do you know what they did? What did they do over here? They read the Bible verses. The ones that are set aside for the day. Right? That's, we have a high regard here in our church, in Anglican churches, for the Word of God. We need to hear it. We need to hear it clearly. It says here that lay readers are to clearly read the Scriptures. Shh, I need you all to pay attention. Lay readers are to clearly read the Scriptures with emotion and inflection, thereby helping the people receive the Word of God. We read the things that God has preserved for 2,000, 3,000, 4,000, even 5,000 years. And we read them here on Sunday morning. And these are folks that prepare for that. They read it in advance so that they know what they're going to be doing. And so that they can read it to us in a way that we'll hear it and understand it. So that we can receive what the Lord wants us to receive from it, right? Do we have enough lay readers? We have a good amount. We can always use some more. How about a hand for our lay readers? Thank you. All right. So somebody that hasn't done this yet. How about you, young man? You want to pick one? Let's see what that one is. Ooh. What does that one say? Chalice bearers. What do chalice bearers do? Do you see any of them up here? Can you point them out to me? <gasps> yeah. They're right over there. Why not chalice bearers raise your hands? Yeah. That's right. Now, what, what, do, what do these guys over here do? And, and we have ladies that do this. What do they do? Sing and do the praise of the Lord. <laughs> Those are those folks over here. We do have folks that do that. We'll talk. But what about these over here? What do they do? They just sit. They do a little bit more. You, yes. They do help out up here. When you come up for communion, what do they carry? Yes, they they carry. Hold on, just a second. The, the, you'll see them carrying the cross and the and the Bible when we process in and out. That's right, and they carry the wine up here. One of them is going to lead us in praying up here. They're going to tell you, "Hey, now we're going to pray about," and they'll put a topic out. And guess what? Guess who prays? We all pray. Take that time to pray as they lead you to pray. That's what they're doing. They're not up here praying for you. They're not doing prayers on your behalf. They're leading you to pray. Hey, now we're going to pray about, and they'll give you a topic. Girls, join. That's right. 
But chalice bearers do that. They look after those things. It says on here, they lead the congregation to pray and serve the sacramental blood of Christ with respect and decorum up here. So how about a hand for all of the chalice bearers we have? Thank you very much. She likes to come up. All right. Pick any of them out. All right. What you got? Ooh, that's one of my favorites. After church hospitality. Yeah? Oh, I know. That's a big weird name for it. How about, how about our after church drinks and snacks? Yeah, we got some happy faces up here. Right? Yeah? I know. Yeah, snacks are really good, aren't they? All right. So after church, we think it's just really important that we get to hang out together and make friends. And, and like it says it on here to, that this is what the after church hospitality group, the, the snack and drink group does. They support relationships and opportunity for members and visitors to become friends. Isn't that a wonderful thing? We just thought it was a great time for us to get a, you know, a cookie and, and something to drink. But actually what we're doing is we're building relationships. We're making friends whenever we get together. Right? So, uh, all of the, the home groups, they'll take a turn. They come in and they host this for us every week. If you're in a home group, thank you. If you're not in a home group, you may not know that they're taking turns to do that so that we can all benefit. And then we have a coordinator who's, who's uh, making sure that it all happens. But they do it really well. And aren't we glad? All right. Come on up. Now we're starting over. We're halfway done. Isn't this, isn't this amazing? Let's see what else we have. All right. Ooh, that says altar guild. Do y'all know what the altar guild does? All right, I'll give you a hint. This whole place up here is called the altar, right? And this is called the altar table. Yeah, this is the table on the altar. All right, now, does that get, that may or may not give you enough of a hint as to what the altar guild does. Yeah? Do you think you know? What do they do? I know. Tell you what, I'll give you a hint. See all this stuff that's up here? That's, that's here? They make sure that we have everything that we need to worship God up here. They make sure that it's cleaned and polished and put in its right place. They make sure that, that the wine is there, that the bread is there, that it's set up. And, and we, we do this with very special pieces like this. Do you know what you call this? A wine. Yeah, it's where we put the wine. This is called a chalice. Do you know we don't use it any other time but when we're worshiping? We don't use this. Nobody takes it home and puts it on their own table and drinks from it. These are very special things that are set aside for very special purposes. And our altar guild is the people that make sure that it's set up, that it's usable, that we have everything that we need to worship God. 
Okay? So uh, that's, this is an area that if we didn't have it, you know, we'd, we'd be in a mess when it, when it comes time to, to do all this. And we need more folks on our altar guilt. Okay? So how about a hand for those that we have? All right. How about pick one out? Dig down in there. Get, get a good one. All right. Now, this one's a little bit cryptic. It just says presenters. Did you know that there are people every Sunday that bring down the, the bread and the wine on behalf of the congregation? Do you know where we keep the bread and the wine? Well, that's where we use it, but guess where we keep it until, we ha- until it's time? Uh, we may start there during the week. Tell you what, I need a volunteer to go in, in the very back and look against the wall back there. Okay, go back and see what you find back on that table. Yes, that's the wine. And in front of it is the bread. And that's where we keep it. So, very good. Now, come on back up. Walk, please. We walk. Good. By the way, parents, grandparents, so this is an aside. You don't have to pay for this one. This one's free. Um, let's teach our children to walk when they're in here. And, and I, I say that because of two things. One, this is just a place where we show respect. And two, it's safer. I remember being at, at my other church. I haven't had people that have had to say it around here. But uh, when you're older, you can you don't want to fall down. If you guys fall down, it's not a big deal. You may get a boo-boo and need a Band-Aid, but it's not a big deal. But sometimes... Sometimes when you're getting older and grandparents and great-grandparents age, you can really get hurt bad and have to go to the hospital if you fall down. And one of, the reasons, one of the ways that we can show respect is that we don't run. We walk when we're in here because we don't want to accidentally bump into somebody and have them fall down and get hurt really bad, right? So when you're at church, if you're outside, you can run. You know, when you go out on the playground and things. But when you're inside, uh, please walk. We all support that. Okay. So our presenters, if you have a special day, if uh, I don't know who's presenting today. Do we have somebody that signed up to present? Yeah. Uh, I don't know who you are that signed up, but, but what, you may have a special day. This may be your anniversary. You may be celebrating a birthday. You may be remembering somebody special, and this is a special day for that other person. You, you may, but you can sign up. We have a book back there where you can put your name and, and make a reminder on what day you, you've signed up to do this. All right? But you are presenting the bread and the wine on behalf of the congregation because all of these gifts come from the congregation. The clergy is not providing this stuff so that we can worship. Y'all are. And so uh, I encourage you, you know, to, to sign up and, and present on, on a special day. We need two people every Sunday. Thank you for helping. All right, who's next? Come on up. Everybody gets two turns. Some of you have already had two turns. 
All right. What do we have there? Oh, yes. Do you know what that says? Ushers. Ushers. Do you know what ushers do? What? They help people. Yeah, they sure do. By ushing. They ush. Right? Yeah. Have you ever ushed? No. Yeah, I know. Yeah, I, I know. I see one of our ushers back there right now. That's Steve. And he's back there. Yeah, and he's, he's ushing right now. Ushers help people get where they need to go when they need to get there. That's what they do. Ushers, if you, if you come in late, ushers can help you find a, find a seat so you're not wandering around wondering where should I sit. If, um, if something happened and we needed to go out the back door, ushers are there to help us get to the back door. Um, ushers will, sometimes it's not you that needs to move, sometimes they bring stuff to you so you don't have to move. Like, uh, they'll bring the offering, uh, plates to you. So that we don't have to kind of mill around and, and bring it all up to the altar. So they'll bring some stuff to you. But they help people get where they need to go when they need to get there. If somebody has an emergency, ushers take care of that. And they help those people get to the hospital if they need to go. But that's what they do. And we've got some very good teams overseen by a very diligent coordinator that help people get where they need to get when they need to get there. Aren't you glad we have ushers? Thank you. Okay, come on up. What's that? Not all week, but every time we get together, we do have ushers. She asked if ushers stay in the church. All right, so let's see what this one says. This says prayer ministry. Any guesses on what the prayer ministry team does? They pray. Exactly. Now, every Sunday... We have folks that you may see them come up here at the beginning of communion and we ask God's blessing on them because they take communion and they go over here. And if anybody in the church needs prayer for something, then you can come up and take communion and then go over there and they'll pray for you. And amazing things happen. Uh, some God answers prayers. God answers prayers, and sometimes people get healed, and sometimes people who need something get something. But they are there to pray for anybody who needs prayer every Sunday. And you can go back as many times as you want. Isn't that cool? How about a hand for all of our prayer teams to pray for us? Isn't this amazing? All of this stuff goes on, and this is all lay ministry. Who else has only done this once? Come on up. Pick any of them out that you want. Yeah, I, I would have picked that one too. That's a good one. What does that say? Oh, yes. That says acolytes. Now, do you all know what acolytes are? No. I'm betting you don't. Because we haven't had them in a while. You want to take a guess? No? Acolytes... You know how we talked about we have uh, somebody that will carry the cross and carry the Bible and do things up here? Usually that's acolytes. We have somebody. Do you all remember when we entered? Okay, I need separate, please. 
Very good. Thank you. Because I need your attention. Now, do you remember uh, Father Sam that did communion for us, what, last week or the week before? Father Sam is starting the Acolyte program back up here. Yes. And if you're in third, going into third grade and above, who here is going into third grade and above? Yes? 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 Y'all are eligible to come and learn how to be an acolyte here. And you get to participate in the service and help everybody worship by helping out, by carrying things in and doing things that help this whole congregation to worship. And you've seen what some of them do, but lighting the candles and how to do that. Uh huh. Pardon? Two. Yes, there are. Uh, but we're starting that up. You'll hear more about it. But there will be training after church late in August so that we'll have our acolytes up and going again. Thank God for Sam and thank God for all the acolytes that we're going to have. Very good. Thank you. Who's next? Who's only done this once? Come on up. Oh, what does that say? Worship team. That's right. Now, where does the worship team do their thing? Right over here. You're right. Who likes playing drums and singing and doing stuff like that? When y'all grow a little bit more, then you can be on the worship team. All right? The worship team is there. They're supposed to lead us so that we can, so that we can worship God in song. Right? It says on here, they encourage and lead the congregation in passionate praise and worship. They've got a tough job, especially on mornings like this, where you and I roll out of bed and we're just kind of dragging. Right? And you don't want to sing. <laughs> I don't want to fall down on that. But they have, but they have a tough job. But I tell you what, we've got some good ones around here, don't we? Yes, we do. Thank you very much. And uh, we have room for more. Who else has only done this once? I need you to come up here. Come on up here, young man. Pick one. All right. Oh, that's a good one. What does that say? Breakfast team. Did you all know that we have breakfast here every Sunday? Oh, man. If, if you get here at 8.30, then over there on those tables, we have warmers that are full of biscuits and sausage and pancakes and eggs and, oh, yeah, and orange juice and stuff like and Yes, biscuits and all that. Yes. You're on one of the teams that does that, aren't you? Yes. You do that too, don't you? And so every Sunday morning, somebody is here early, and they're making coffee and getting orange juice out and getting out plates and silverware and stuff and putting it out there so that people can come in and eat breakfast. Isn't that amazing? Think about what it would be like if we didn't have them. Not as good, right? How about a hand for all of our breakfast teams? Who could also use some? We can always use more breakfast. All right, we have two more people that have only done this once. If you've only done it once, come on up. Okay. 
All right. One of those. What does that say? Greeters. What do greeters do? They greet you. Yes. Isn't that nice? We have people here that care so much about people that they're up, and especially when we have a guest that comes in, they're supposed to greet everybody, but especially our guests to say, hey, we're glad you're here. My name is so-and-so, and welcome, and let me, they, they help our guests find things that they need to find and all that, but they're there to be hospitable and, and to welcome folks and to greet them when they get here. Now, we've got some wonderful folks that do that. So if you're friendly and you like people and you're willing to say hey to people, you could be on the greeter team. Aren't we glad to have greeters here? Yes? Let's give thanks for our greeters. Is there one person who has only picked one of these? It's Sam. Come on up. You get the last one, and who knows, maybe it's the best one. All right. There you go. Oh, yes. Children's Church. Children's Church. Where This is where y'all would normally be right now. Right? Except we're doing it all together today. But Children's Church, like it says on here, it, it's to engage kindergarten through fifth grade in age-appropriate Anglican worship until they can engage in adult worship. And so we bring them up because we love you guys so much and God loves you guys so much. We bring you up and remind you of that with a blessing on Sunday mornings and then you head out. Right? You head out, and who are some of your teachers? Miss Carter's my, um... No, your teachers at Children's Church. Who are some of your Children's Church teachers? I know her. Miss Cindy's one, and who? Miss Cindy. Yeah, Miss Cindy and Miss Paige, and there's somebody sitting right over here, I think, who's, who's one of them. Who, who's that? Yes, yeah, Charles, Father Charles Bailey is over here. He's one, one of the teachers. We have a lot of good teachers here. Your mom, doesn't she do some? Yeah, we have a lot of good teachers. Again, what we're doing in children's church is what we're doing in, in, uh, in children's ministry in, in general. We are, we are raising our children to know that Jesus loves them. That they can have a relationship with him and to know how to live, to please him and put a smile on his face. And so there's, we, we, we take them and do age appropriate Anglican worship until they can engage in adult Anglican worship. And we do that. So isn't it amazing how this church is kind of like a body and there's so many parts to it. Thank you, Sam, very much. There's so many parts to it, but everybody gets to play a role in that and to have a part in doing it. Yes. Yeah, that's worth doing. That's worth doing. And tell you what, you guys have been great helpers, and I'm very glad that you were here to help me by bringing all that out. Can we have a hand for them and the job that they did? Y'all did very well. And tell you what, why don't y'all go back to your seats and, uh, and we'll move on. 
on this page that you have in your bulletin, on the bottom of it, you can fold it over and tear it off. You can cut it off. But you can say, I'd like some more information and circle the things on the back that you might like information about. You are part of the body. Some of you are already working. You're doing things. You're helping Sunday morning to happen. I was blown away when I finally saw a list of how much it takes for Sunday mornings to happen. You think that it's just a handful of people, but it's not. A lot of you are already involved in doing that. And everybody can have a role because we're all part of the body of Christ. Amen? Amen.